Well, hi, everybody. This is Mills, and I'm here with Masood. Say hi, Masood. Hello, everyone, and hi, Mills. And we are from, hello, hello, we are from the Faculty of Business and Law at the University of Northampton, and in our new series, contributing to Adrian's awesome show, we're going to be chewing the fat about some events going on in the world. And this week, it's about the wider scene relating to Corona, COVID-19. Um, so first of all, Masood, both of us work at the uni. Both of us work with students who are either always distance learners or never forced to be it. How are your how are your people getting along? Well, the students are surviving, I guess. You know, sometimes you hear mm. a little complaints here and there. But overall, I think some of them are happy that they don't see our faces in, in on campus and then they're enjoying home and you when you run your online classes you can see you can hear everything apart from the sound of listening people to your very magnificent <laughs> thoughts or teaching style <laughs> but overall good good so they're finding their own ways of coping basically yes yes i, I, yeah, I can yeah. hear that they are they are doing fine at first it was very difficult now they're a bit more used to let's say the, the the new lifestyle that we're having until further notice let's say yeah sure it could be could be for a long time yeah yeah, yeah. i'm in a similar uh, boat really because most of my students are mature learners scattered around the world most of them bizarrely enough because they're not commuting and such like time to study now so i'm actually getting more inquiries about uh, you know can you look at my draft when will my marks be ready so I, i'm probably a lot busier than normal Yes, the same here. The mm. same here. Surprisingly, you know, um, after the whole lockdown started, the, the the work pressure mounted at least twice as as much as before, yeah, and yeah. sometimes yeah, it's way more intense. And uh, and we are we are basically uh, attached to our computers because we are on Teams or whatever the the softwares are out there, and then we are constantly communicating to. Yeah get hold of the situation and, and be responsive to students' uh, inquiries. Let's say. Yeah, no, exactly. Anyway, it's all good. We mustn't complain. We're not like those other academics that are always moaning about things. No. And what we thought never. tonight, Masood, wasn't it, that we would we would speculate a little bit about, you know, the wider effects of coronavirus and the longer effects of it, and in particular, perhaps, how it's affecting, you know, parts of a planet that we've, we've taken our eyes off, uh, particularly in the news, as we're now getting more and more obsessed with you know the political nitty-gritty of uh, intrigues advisors who shouldn't have done things and such like but but the world continues mm -hmm. and Hong Kong in particular is in a, a bit of a pickle at the moment you were you were saying yes yes there are some uh, riots started I think yesterday or in co last couple of days and people are unhappy about the new rules that China is imposing on on Hong Kong which is against what was constituted at first when Hong Kong mm. got uh, detached from British uh, authorities and then now it's belonging to China, but based on different rules, which now we'll see a different picture now here. Yeah, so it's meant to be a special administrative region, isn't it? So kind of contiguous politically and everything with China, but run with its own administration that's not meant to be interfered with and rights and freedoms that uh, the Chinese people were, were guaranteed at the handover are meant to be protected above all. But it seems as though locals are thinking that under the cover of, you know, COVID restrictions and distractions, mm. the, 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 the Beijing-based government are um, flexing their muscles. True. And then, you know, it's interesting that in the media we, we, we hear uh, term new term which is the Chinese dictatorship or how how the government is dealing with with this circumstance and 
it, it will have a, a negative impact on China's soft power um, in, in a global context. You know, now COVID-19, the, the Trump's administration is directly mm. pointing their fingers to China's government about the outbreak and the way that they didn't um, act very transparent in terms of how did the scale of outbreak and, you know, but China is going to have a tough couple of years ahead in terms of establishing its its position because China is getting a bit better than U.S. in terms of international trade and then, mm. you know, becoming the first economic superpower in the world. So it's not going to be a very easy ride for them, for sure. No, I mean, having said that, though, and I'm playing, playing kind of devil's advocate on this, although, you know, mm -hmm. people in Europe and you know, the European Union plus the U.K., uh, also, North America are talking about bringing some of their supply chains back home, especially for mm -hmm. you know, strategic uh, manufacturing and, and medical supplies and such like. That's going to take a long time. And in, in the if that even happens um, and in the interim, yeah. we still depend on China. You know, two British Airways jets a day are flying back and forth, filling up the cargo hold and the passenger cabin with gowns and masks and such like uh, from mm -hmm. Shanghai, I think it is. Um, we're, we're still going to be sending them lots of money for a long time, aren't we? Uh, yes, uh, we both know very well that it's it's not something, you know, just in a blink of an eye, you can change the whole globalized trends mm. during past decades. They are, they are trends that they are uh, so solid for now, you know, so you can't change them uh, instantly. But the, I think um, we, we will see some, some trends. U.S. is giving some incentives to the manufacturers to to be based on, on American soil. And then Japan is doing the same mm. thing. And EU is trying to protect the vulnerable companies against being purchased or acquired by the, the Chinese government, uh, the, the Chinese companies are yet. Yeah. So we, we are going to see more obstacles for, for China's um, administration to, to be ahead of the game. It, it's not going to be an easy ride, but it's not going to change the whole situation so instantly as you said that's very very true mm. right. are china still going to win in the end you know they're, they're always meant to i don't know whether it's even true but the myth is that they're always planning you know many 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 years ahead and they're playing you know chess while the rest of us are playing checkers or whatever are they are they still going to be long-term winners do you think with all their uh, resources they control in africa and their sort of global uh deep water ports that they've been buying up and other things well, that that's a very very difficult question to answer. To be honest, uh, we don't know. There are possible scenarios. It's not going to be as easy as six months mm. ago, but it's not going to be impossible. Let's say so. There there is a possibility that they they can somehow juggle with this tough situation and and get away with it and develop um, better than even before. But that's a possibility. You know, we saw that the, the whole impact was economically was not that massive on China. So they, they did still produce, mm -hmm. they did still mm -hmm. sell, not in terms of retail, but in terms of other goods and other services, let's say. But yeah, the whole situation, I think we are going to have a totally new global arena. You know, we will have some regulations in terms of uh, sales of spe like special, I don't know, like the, the wild animal market, market, China is imposing some new regulations. So we can't have a globalized world 
without globalized or synchronized rules against some specific goods or services to be traded you know now we we see the consequence in in mm. some ways mm. uh, what you know it's a textbook um, disadvantage of 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 uh, globalization one is the spread of uh, viruses the other one is uh, globalized terrorism you know so in if you read the globalization it's fantastic it's brilliant it's going very well but in the downside we we read these things but we weren't prepared enough now you see the whole world is paralyzed they the world is slowly by slowly getting back to its uh, routine now turkey and spain are opening their doors to tourists you know they they are you know loosening the the lockdown regulations and stuff but we we did uh, get a massive hit you know it, and then you are the expert on this aspect you know so now we, we can see how vulnerable we are in terms of uh, protecting ourselves against bioterrorism, you know, not to point finger at any country, but just in general. This, this oh yeah, absolutely. And, so, and something like that would be truly catastrophic. And uh, a lot of these mm-hmm. conspiracy—I mean, not that this hasn't been truly catastrophic for hundreds of thousands, and I suspect millions by the time it's over of people who will have lost their lives. But um, yeah, with, with a, a, a genuinely engineered bioweapon, um, you're. you're this would absolutely be, you know, a walk in the park in comparison, unfortunately. And that's where a lot of conspiracy yeah. theorists uh, are, are incredibly unhelpful, talking about, you know, did it escape from a lab and so on and so forth. And obviously a, a, a bioweapon which targeted everybody uh, would be a remarkably stupid bioweapon for anyone to be working on. Um, yeah. And I, yeah. I really like a lot of people who challenge conventional wisdom on things, but I have to say a lot of the... The, the totally uh, stupid conspiracy theorist thinking and uh, the idea that it's an imposition on on people's individual liberty of wearing a mask in public and so on and so forth is and the, the indulgence of a lot of that is incredibly annoying and there's a there's a huge amount of white privilege uh, enmeshed with all of this um mm-hmm. because yeah if you're if you and your family haven't been touched by this disease yet economically losing a loved one, etc. Plus, you haven't bothered watching any documentaries about the effects on hospitals and communities on TV. Um, <laughs> yeah, then sure, yeah. go out and wave your Confederate flag and take off your mask and say, God will protect us. Um, but this is purely because you are choosing to be insulated from you know, a reality, which unfortunately, yeah. like the Grim Reaper has a habit of doing, um, you, you know, is it, it, going to be back. Uh, maybe he hasn't even got to your state much uh, in America yet in particular. Um, But, you know, with a second, a third, a fourth wave of this thing possible and immunity a bit suspect, perhaps not working in quite the same way as it would work for us getting influenza and then being resistant to it immediately for a long time, um, we we could face really, really dark times ahead, both in the well-nourished, reasonably wealthy north, but also in particularly, I would think, sub-Saharan Africa. True, true. Very, very true. And then, you know, the whole situation with with the protesters against the lockdown and the Confederate flag and stuff, maybe the God is taking the nature side, you know, (laughs) because the God notices that we are being too much. And, you know, now the the pollution level has gone down. The the animals are crawling in the streets of North Wales and Paris and everywhere. You know, it's it's very funny to to watch the videos, how the nature is taking back what it's owned previously. And it was taken over by 
us the glorious <laughs> beings on the planet. But no, <laughs> the, the pollution level is the ozone is doing great, nature is doing great, well, and yes, <laughs> I hate to pour cold water on this lovely story of nature reclaiming the cities, Masood, but. A lot of it is because, you know, we're not throwing away quite so much fast food from the windows of our cars as we're driving around, mm. etc. So a lot, a lot of these animals that are coming in to, um, to reclaim Paris or um, Dudno or somewhere else, they're, they're probably starving hungry. Yeah. Um, I know hyenas have been seen in some Israeli uh, cities, which is quite unusual because they're a, <laughs> a, a pretty, you know, um, timid, deserty type animal. Um, but I don't think they're coming to say hello. I don't think they're ambassadors coming to um, to ask us to to you know renew relations with the animal kingdom in a in a more fraternal way. <laughs> <laughs> well, as far as I know, the Flandidno goats they have no interest in our you know Big Macs and, and fries. You know they have their own grass, but now they are they are marching in the street. But yeah, this this has different aspects, which is which is quite funny to, to discuss and it's in, interesting. But the whole situation, you know, genuinely the pollution has gone down. Genuinely the the earth is more in peace. But we can't continue to be under lockdown like this and then it, it won't be wise to get back to that greed uh, that we had previously so there there should be a balance there should be a balance in terms of government intervention in terms of entities that the government controls we saw nhs was quite responsive and we saw that the government was trying to support the unemployed and we saw the uh, the american uh, economy 36 million people they yeah, fight for unemployment yeah. unemployment in the uk does not mean unemployment in the u.s at yeah. all you know here you you have some support you have some protection but there you're on your yeah, own absolutely so, yeah yeah very strange time i think it's fair to say that we won't know for a very very long time how is it going to affect True. life forever and what what we haven't done which some listeners might be expecting is go on and on about oh we're all going to be walking working from home in the future because a lot of people won't be able to but also this yeah. is again that sort of privilege thing that you know so many people are going to be you know affected by how the economy recovers or doesn't recover jobs may disappear mm. it's all very well for journalists and academics to say well great we can now work from home but a lot of people have got you know other other challenges coming their way